Hello, happy new year, everybody. It has been way too long. And I know, I know that's my own fault. I'm sorry. Um, you know, life just always has a way of getting in the way of things and burnout happens, but we're back, um, at least for now. So I'm going to do my best, the best that I can to, uh, try to keep up with our regular episodes again. Um, thank you for staying with me. I, I've seen that some people have been listening to my podcast even while I've been on hiatus, and I really appreciate that. That has been so, so lovely to know that people still care. So um, I just want to give you guys some new content. Um, happy New Year. I can't believe that we are now in day eight of uh, the new year, which is wild to me. Um Oh gosh. Okay. Let's go through some updates here. Um, I'm pretty tired. I'm recording this on Sunday night. Um, I am very exhausted. I've been doing some Instacarting and stuff all day today. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I was feeling pretty inspired. I'm pretty tired, but inspired. Um, so I just, I don't know. I wanted to get back on the mic and talk about some things. Um, yeah, updates. I don't know. Oh my goodness. I don't think that the last time, the last time I chatted with you all, I don't think that I had my second cat. So I got a new cat. Um, His name is Gigi. He is perfect. So now I am the shameless cat mom of two cats. Um, And it is chaos and just amazing. Um, I am totally here for cat parenthood and support it and will not be tolerating any cat slander. So if you are going to comment about how much you hate cats, please get out of my DMs. Thank you. Um, yeah, some other things. I don't know. Gypsy Rose got out of prison, which good for her. Girl has been on my feed literally all weekend. Um, I feel like I cannot get away from her. Tonight was the Golden Globes. Um, nothing, I don't think anything too shocking happened other than like, I mean, there were some really great ones, obviously, like, I saw that um, Ali Wong and Steven Yoon both won for the show Beef, and that's pretty historic, and I love that. Um, one thing I actually found myself thinking, though, um, you know, I feel like this is how I feel every time I see, like, historic wins and these kind of things, that it, it's as amazing as those things are and fully necessary. Every time I see a first in um you know like in the film industry or in the art industry or anything like that it just reminds me that that's a sign as a society that we need to do better um and so I really hope that we see less first as time goes on um because it is really sad to me to see that you know we're always I feel like we're always stumbling, just it, it, we're moving ahead at such a slow pace. And I'm so excited and proud of all of these amazing people who are winning these awards and who are breaking these barriers. Um, but it is really just sad when you think about the fact that it's taken us this long to get to this point. Um, 
But Beef is a fantastic show. Speaking of great things to watch, I watched, um, God, I watched Saltburn the other day. Um, I've just been seeing so much about it on TikTok and Instagram and my friends have been talking about it. And so I finally decided to give it a watch and I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen it already. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but just wow. <laughs> um, That show, that movie was just probably one of the most insane things I watched um but it's very it was very well done um and I've had a lot of the 2006 the early 2000 bops you know just kind of stuck in my head all weekend um very good movie highly recommend watching definitely would say like brace yourself for some scenes that make you <laughs> make you go what in the hell am I actually watching because I did that on multiple occasions um but it's worth it it's a really good film so uh definitely check it out um what else do I want to talk about today um something I did want to really get into today I guess this is the biggest thing I wanted to get into today was just you know now that I've been back uh at work for a week I took a couple of like a week or so off um you know I I took a week off for holiday breaks spent some time with my family spent some time at home by myself um you know I I love spending time with my family I think that that is fantastic I it was good to speak to see them during the holidays um but <laughs> one of the things that I've been really trying to do for myself is know when I need to like set that boundary of when I, I need to go back home. Um, so like I, I spent maybe two or three nights with my family for Christmas, which was great. Um, and I'm glad I did, but <laughs> by, uh, the third, third or fourth day, I was like, okay, it's time for me to go back to my own space. Um, and it's not because I wasn't like happy being with my family. It's just because I knew that if I overextended it, it probably would have gotten to the point where it would have been um more of a frustrating way to leave so I'm really glad that I was able to um know that limit and I hope that other people were able to do the same thing um and if not I hope you're able to uh start to build that into your routine when you do visit your family because it, sometimes I feel like knowing when to say that enough is enough knowing when to say like I'm going to leave while we're on a good note um because I know you know no matter how much you love your family no matter how close you are with your family it can always be frustrating spending time with your family especially when you are used to spending time on your own so um I really hope that people are able to set those boundaries um and if they are um not doing that already that they learn how to do that so um but yeah, now that I've been at work for the last week, um, I mean, work has been really good. Like, I'm I'm glad that, like, I've eased back. It's always nice to come back refreshed after the holidays. Um, but sometimes I feel like you don't always come back as refreshed as you'd like to be. Um, I was, my office was closed the week between Christmas and New Year's, which I'm very, very thankful for. Um, and I know that that isn't the case for everybody, which is a huge bummer, but I mean, usually, I, I think for a lot of corporate jobs anyway, it, to my knowledge, from my experience, a lot of them tend to be pretty quiet <clears throat> that week. 
um, which is really awesome in a lot of ways, but also can be um, a little hard if you're not fully able to disconnect. So um, I don't know. I, I definitely fully advocate for people taking time off and getting rest when they can. Um, but what I wanted to tra- talk about talk about today specifically is burnout um so I was reading this post online recently um and I don't remember it was on Instagram I don't remember who posted it um oh it was like some therapy account but it was something and it struck a chord with me and so that's kind of what made me want to hop on and I guess have a little um have a little you know chat with everybody today so, oh, um, the account is uh, Therapy with Abby. Um, it's by therapist uh, Abby Rollinson. Um, she has a book. She's based in the UK. She's fantastic. Um, I follow her and I, I check out a lot of her posts. But um, she posted something about how, like, the Christmas break didn't solve the burnout problem. Um, and it really struck a chord with me because it's something that I've been kind of struggling with over this past week so while I had that week off between Christmas and New Year's and that was so refreshing for me and really good um, because I was able to rot in the best way possible um, you know I restarted the show girls I got to sleep in a lot I got to you know snuggle my cats and spend time with family Um, but I I think it's so interesting that I came back to work and as excited as I was and as you know, in a way I was refreshed, but in another way, I I didn't feel like I had fully, um, you know, come out of the burnout that I was feeling at the end of the year. And it was a little frustrating for me because I wanted to come back feeling super refreshed. Um, And I think this is more common than we talk about. So I really love that Abby posted this. So one thing that she was talking about a lot is, you know, a lot of times this tends to come from, um, you know, chronic conditions and behaviors that are more, they, they're they more um, in, ingrained into our day-to-day, either like in our jobs or in how we interact with people um, that just can't be fixed with like a temporary solution. Like time off doesn't do that justice. Um, and that's something I've definitely um, had to deal with. So for me, a lot of times it's, you know, sometimes it's poor boundaries or, um, you know, perfectionism or things like that. Um, it can also be like if your job is just too stressful or if there's like time pressures or just like you don't have like the freedom to do um, things that do bring you joy or give you energy. Um And again, that's not to say that this is what it specifically causing my burnout. I think for me, a lot of it is just like my own um, level of like depression, anxiety, just extreme exhaustion. Um, I'm I feel like 2023 was a doozy of a year and I've been really trying to do a lot of inner work personally over the past year. Um, And I know that that has kind of taken a lot out of me um, and is a big part of why I honestly even went on hiatus for a while. But I just think that it's so interesting that, you know, burnout can be such a complex problem that isn't just, it's not just caused by 
working and then taking a break and then suddenly you're better. You know, sometimes it's just like there needs to be long term solutions for a chronic problem. Um, so I think, you know, being able to be aware of the fact that you have this, um, you have like different chronic conditions or you know what your workplace is, um, how it's impacting your exhaustion levels, your stress levels, how it's making you feel. I think that's really important to being able to address the problem in the long run. Um, Abby had some really great uh, recommendations in her post, and I'll uh, go through a couple of these because I think that they are very helpful. So one of the first things she said was, you know, checking in on your stress levels on a daily basis. And this is something that in the last year, I've been trying to be better about with myself is just being more aware of my feelings and being able to sit with those feelings versus like pushing them away. Um, and I think being able to know when you're starting to, when you're starting to creep into the, uh, you know, the yellow zone of stress. So when you're starting to feel like your stress is rising to a point where, um, or like you feel like your stress is just ongoing, you know, like we have a lot of things in our lives that stress us out, finances, family, friends, um, relationships, personal, like just internal things. Work obviously is one of them. Um, and I think being able to know like when you're starting to feel stress for a sustained period of time um, is a really important thing to know how to address. Um, because it will start to deplete you over time and obviously like again like we'll all have stress at periods of time but knowing when it's just going on a little too long um, and being able to um, you know identify next steps or have people that you can trust that you trust that you can confide in uh, whether that's a therapist or a friend um and this kind of goes into the next um, tip that Abby gives, which is letting people know when you're feeling overwhelmed. So um, trusting that there are people who are in your corner who want to support you, um, whether that is people that you work with, your coworkers, your bosses, um, your family. I know for me personally, a lot of times like when I'm feeling really overwhelmed, um, I have a couple of good friends who I'll text and just let them know, like, hey, I'm feeling a little bit of melancholia. Um, I tend to get melancholia a lot where I just feel kind of sad with no real reason. Um, probably a symptom of my depression, but um, that's a different story. But I, I think that knowing that um, you have people in your corner who you can go to, um, I, I think that is something really beneficial. And this is why I always advocate for people to have a therapist because it is nice to have like a third party, a neutral third party, because sometimes your friends are not in the capacity or not in a place where they, they're they able to be receptive to um, being a sounding board for your problems, no matter how good of friends they are. Same thing with your family. Maybe they're the reason that you're feeling a little stressed out. So um, I think it's very good to have a therapist or someone that you can talk to. Um, so I think, um, you know, between monitoring your stress levels and talking to people, that is something that can be really beneficial to um, solving your burnout problem in the long run. I'm sorry if you hear my cats in the background. You may or may not hear them. 
they are running around right now. This is the witching hour for them. Um, so yeah, uh, they're a little crazy, but they're perfect. <laughs> um, uh, another one, and this is really, it just really depends on like if it's your workplace that's causing you to feel stressed, um, reflecting on your career. Um, and I think the same thing can be said about your friendships, your relationships, reflecting on the people in your lives, reflecting on what you're doing in your day to day. Like, what is the biggest stress inducer for you? Like, what is the biggest energy suck? Um, addressing that and really understanding like what that is and if they're are changes that need to be made. So whether it's a friend that you need to cut out of your life or um, a family member that you need to speak to a little bit less or, um, you know, it's a job and you decide that maybe this isn't the right path for you. I think all of those are extremely valid and it's really important to be able to um, know what you're feeling in those moments and what's actually causing the stress. Um and what you feel, what, I think that what I want 2024 for me to be anyway, is the year where I'm able to take a step back and cut out things that I don't think are bringing me joy, um, or are causing me any sort of stress, like an overwhelming amount of stress or, um, just undue, um, undo like you know frustration so I think being able to be aware of that and address that for yourself maybe it's time to look for another job maybe it's time to dump that guy or that girl maybe it's time for you to make some sort of a change I think that's uh burnout can also be a indicator of that um and then and that was the loudest of the crashes <laughs> nothing is broken they are just chasing each other i i love that my cats get along i think it's so sweet that they get along and they got along really fast which it's, it's helpful that like luna was a kitten when i got her um and so she's she's still a kitten she's turning a year next month um so i think it helps that she was young when she met Gigi. um Gigi's about a year old so they are a lot of baby kitten energy <laughs> um I wish I had that level of energy because I absolutely don't um yeah I, I guess like the other thing that Abby says in her post and that and this is just something else that I'm trying to be better at is you know she she talks about saying uh scheduling in time for self-care activities and I kind of want to go a step further and say you know saying yes more to things that bring you joy um and I, I don't want to I love I love that um one of my favorite podcasters Tinks um she talks about this a lot on her show about how you should seek joy not happiness um and the biggest uh reason for that is you know happiness is like a more long-term thing we should strive for joy so whether that's like going for a walk on a sunny day and just getting those endorphins or um, you know, like reading a good book that just makes you very happy, um, things like that that bring me joy. So things that I'm, I'm hoping in the new year to like really lean into joy bringers more. So saying no to things I want to say no to. So I, I don't want to feel like I have to say yes to everything, especially if it's something that I don't want to do. 
Um, and then saying yes to things that you do want to say yes to. So take that trip, you know, like, and I know that there's a lot of like, there are a lot of boundaries and things that like limitations that we have, whether that's finances, whether that's time that you can get off of work, whether that's who's going to go with you, all of that stuff. But I do think that there are a lot of things that we can do that we can say yes to that do bring us joy. So I mean, something for me, like I would like to travel a little bit more. I would like to say yes to watching things I want to watch or reading things I want to read. Um, you know, I've I've been in like the biggest reading slump for the last like couple of years, which is so frustrating because if you knew me like growing up, I was a book fiend and I've always been like such a book fiend. Like I love books. One of my first jobs was at Borders, R.I.P., um and I remember like being so excited about working there because I got to get discounts on books and I still have so many books from um that job and I mean my dream home has like a bell like a Beauty and the Beast bell style library you know like just a room full of books that has like a ladder um and so I've been in a reading some for the past couple of years and I found myself reflecting on like why I was feeling that way and I realize it's because I keep trying to read things that I don't want to read. <laughs> like I'm trying to force myself to read books that I'm clearly losing interest in. And I, I'm just I find myself like being like, oh, this I'm not very like in this story or I just need to take pauses from it. And I've always been the kind of person that like I don't like to read multiple things at the same time. It just really frustrates me. It confuses me. I don't know. Maybe it's like an ADHD thing I, I don't know but whatever it's a me thing um and I just really think that if I start giving myself the grace to be able to say I am not interested in this book and so I'm going to put this down and maybe just maybe leaning into things that I do want to read so like I love young adult books I'm 32 years old I love young adult books and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There's a lot of them that I think are really interesting and fun. Um, and I think leaning into those types of things that make you happy, that bring you joy, um, especially if they're just things that are so innocuous, like reading, you know, um, I think that is such a good way to, I guess, put more life into your day to day and to kind of like combat that burnout. So just kind of, um, I think one thing that I really, I really want you guys to take away is leaning into joy, leaning into saying yes to things that you want to say yes to and saying no to things that you don't want to do. It's okay to say no to things, whether that's a relationship, whether that's a friendship, whether that's a job, whether that's a place. Uh, speaking of places, like I'm at this weird crossroads. I think 2024 is going to be a lot about crossroads and just kind of making some momentum in how I want my life to look in the next few years personally. Um, so like I currently live in Indianapolis, you know, it's fine. Indy is a great city. Indiana is not my cup of tea as a state. Like I, I was born and raised in Indiana. Um, I went to college here and I moved to Chicago when I was in my twenties and I lived there for almost a decade. And then I moved to Indy um, because I figured that, you know, the cost of living would be better here. And quite honestly, like 
with the apartment that I have, I mean, it is nice, but I'm also like, is it really worth it for me? No. Um, and he's just, it's fine to me. But I, I think that, you know, being able to acknowledge that what is not bringing joy into your life, what is not filling your cup, um, what is not, you know, fueling you in this moment is contributing to burnout in the long run. Um, and so all of this to say is if you're still feeling burnout after the new year, you know, you, you took some time off between Christmas and New Year's and you came back to work and you're like, I'm still really tired. Know that you're not alone and know that it's okay to feel that way and that there may, it may be a sign of a bigger thing that needs to be addressed. So um, I really hope that, um, you know, listening to today's episode, you're able to take that away and figure out, uh, like really reflect on, like sit with that and reflect on how you can, um, how you can maneuver, um, long-term chronic conditions that are causing burnout in your life. Um, and just figuring out how you can say yes um, to more of the things that you want to say yes to and say no, saying no to more of the things that you want to say to. Um, anyway, that's all I had to say for today. I know I just rambled a whole bunch. Um, I'm going to try to come back every week. I really want to get back into chatting with you all once a week. And I really, really hope to reach um, all of your friends and just more of an audience in the new year. So please, please, please share my show. Um, if you like this episode, please rank it or pr- rank it. Please rate it and please subscribe to it. I really appreciate that. Um, for the people who have been listening to me while I've been on hiatus, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really, really appreciate that. I feel like that was a, a motivator for me to come back um, and hop back on the mic. So thank you again for everything. And I really hope that, um, you know, we have a great second week of the new year. Happy 2024. Hopefully 2024 is a lot better than 2023. So thanks and bye.